1: Hello and welcome to the none podcast, the Batman podcast for people who love Scooby Doo. I'm Danny. I'm Carolyn. And we are watching every Batman movie ever made from 1943 to the present. Carolyn, what did we watch this week?
0: We watched Scooby Doo and Batman Two.
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're doing Jacob's role of just totally missing the name of the movie. Um,
0: that's what it should have been called.
1: Yeah. Jacob is in Philadelphia this week, and uh, Wallace is is uh, she's she's in jail. I think I don't know if she's (laughs) ever coming back. Yeah, I don't think she wants to come back. (laughs) I think she just her brain has been broken from too much Batman. Uh, But Jacob is still off on summer vacation. Hopefully, he'll be back next week, maybe. But in the meantime, Carolyn Factor, my fiance, is here. Carolyn, I, I think is the the uh, I think you've been on more episodes than any other guest. I'm pretty sure. I think it's you, Rosa, and Joe Gilpin have been kind of vying it out for the top spot.
0: That sounds about right.
1: Yeah. Well.
0: We also had. I also had to record stuff twice.
1: Uh, did you? What what episode did you record twice?
0: I think Batman Beyond. Something happened.
1: That sounds that's
0: no. A, I was, I'm was. i technically not on Legends of the Superheroes.
1: I think you're on that one.
0: Or only part one.
1: Um, you are on... You did Legends of the Superheroes part one. You did Batman did Beyond... That save? It did. You did Batman Beyond Return of the Joker.
0: And that saved?
1: Uh, that one we had to re-record. Yeah. So you're on both of those. <laughs> and then this. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you only been on... Maybe you're not one of the top. So you're, you've only been on four times, including one that didn't get released.
0: Blop, blop.
1: Rosa's been on six times, I think.
0: No, really?
1: Rosa's been on Star Trek vs. Batman, Justice League The New Frontier, Dark Knight Triple X, a porn parody, Bible Man live action, Batman v. Superman, a gay porn parody.
0: Maybe she should be your new... <laughs> co <Co-host? laughs>
1: see. I think she might have been on more than Wallace at this point.
0: Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> so
1: the movie we actually watched was Scooby-Doo and Batman the Brave and the Bold. We, we normally, uh, Batman, the Brave and the Bold, we covered the, the show a while ago. Uh, normally, we, th- our rule is if a show has a movie, then we don't cover the show. We only cover the movie. We've been doing this for so long that at the time we covered the Brave and the Bold show, the movie had not been announced. And so we covered that show, and now we have to go back and talk about the movie.
0: I still like my title better because Scooby-Doo... I don't really think is brave or bold.
1: No, I don't think so, so either. So
0: yeah, my, my title is better. It's this is the accurate. the
1: second Scooby-Doo movie we've covered. We did Scooby-Doo meets Batman. That was episode 42. That was a 42. movie? That was a movie.
0: Not just an episode. I, I think it was like
1: a, a series of episodes that might've been compiled on DVD and they tricked us into thinking it was a
0: movie. What? What year was it from?
1: It's like seventy something.
0: Yeah, because in the seventies they did like Scooby Doo films, where it was really just another series of Scooby Doo. Yeah, and it was like a, an hour long episodes.
1: <laughs> it was released in two thousand two, but I think it was actually episodes. Yeah, from, from the seventies.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, anyways this this was uh, Scooby Doo crossed over with. Uh, Batman the the Brave and the Bold with that incarnation of Batman from that TV show played by Diedrich Bader Um, and it's that show basically featured Batman teaming up with some less popular hero each week Aquaman was on there a lot Plastic Man Green Arrow
0: I forgot that Plastic Man existed until I watched this episode
1: you and 90% of America
0: (laughs) I don't remember what I ever watched that he was on Maybe he did he also cross over with
1: Scooby Doo? Yeah, at
0: some point.
1: <laughs> I doubt it.
0: Cause what what was I watching that he would been on?
1: I have no idea. I feel like Plastic Man is kinda deep cut nerd shit. That like he's not in anything that big, you gotta kinda seek out Plastic Man.
0: Uh all I know is I I watched something with him. Ooh. I was familiar.
1: Um, there's a an actor. I did not
0: know his backstory though.
1: Um, yeah, there's an actor though. Uh, uh, I'm blanking on his name. Um, uh, ben Schwartz. He's been been he's, uh, lobbying to have a Plastic Man movie. He's been lobbying to play Plastic Man for for years. Ben Schwartz from Parks and Rec.
0: Yeah, no, I I remember Ben. Okay, Schwartz. I wasn't sure if. Yeah.
1: Well, there's also people listening. In theory, <laughs> there's people In listening. Theory. And uh, they need to know. So let's talk about you're. Uh, obviously, I know this, but for the the listener, you're not you're not interested in Batman.
0: I am not a huge superhero person in general.
1: You like um you you like some comics. You like some some manga.
0: Yeah, I like I like manga. Um, I like. Is it
1: manga? Am I am I saying it wrong when I say manga?
0: Yeah, because I mean, technically, the Japanese way would be. Mongol.
1: <laughs> I believe that's the, the yeah, correct that's, Japanese way.
0: Yeah, but like when it's an A like that, it's always going to be. Gotcha. Yeah. And
1: you like Sandman?
0: I do. I like. I was going to. I was saying I like darker stuff. Okay. Sandman, the Crow.
1: I forgot the Crow was a was a comic book.
0: Yeah, that w- also in the seventies.
1: Oh really? Okay. Yes. yes. And uh, were you ever a Scooby Doo? fan
0: i wasn't a huge scooby-doo fan but i i've probably seen every episode of scooby-doo where are you (laughs) um just because in the 90s growing up it was just syndicated on cartoon network so much yeah it was just constantly on you're like i I gotta watch it it's a cartoon and it's on (laughs) i
1: feel like there's a lot of people in that i think i'm the same way where i've never enjoyed scooby-doo but
0: i didn't hate it i mean i I reached a point where animals are good. I
1: actively started to hate it at some point, but it's it was just so omnipresent throughout my childhood Uh, that I I've I've seen so many Scooby Doo episodes and so many Scooby Doo movies. This is the thirtieth Scooby Doo movie, thirtieth animated directed DVD Scooby Doo movie. There's been so many of them.
0: Yeah, that's what I could not get over is that. Yeah, it came out in the seventies, but they it it really has never stopped. And I was like, I I would think by now, like, Warner Brothers would be like, I I think we can let this go. I don't think this is relevant to today's kids. they do they enjoy this?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was, I I guess it's still selling. I guess there's still people. Uh, yeah, I guess
0: it still has the ratings.
1: But I was I was struck by watching this how. 30 movies in and they're so far removed from the the time period but they kept making jokes about Fred's Ascot and I was struck by how the character design has just not changed at all.
0: I cuz I think they tried to at some point and it was just bad. Yeah. So they just went back to it.
1: It just at this point the the look on all the characters just feels so dated and so out of place.
0: Right, but that's that's what it is. It's,
1: I guess so. But you compare it to to Batman and right, Batman. There's right. there's a thousand different versions of him There's all these wildly different versions of that costume and of the of the Batmobile of right everything about him that it, it changes. Everyone has their own. Uh, every version of it is its own interpretation of the the character. With Scooby Doo, though, you've got to have the ascot. You've got to have <laughs> Shaggy wearing the same clothes. You've got everything's got to be exactly the same. Right. I guess in the live action movies, maybe they maybe they updated it a l- yeah, little bit. Yeah, it was
0: like a little bit. But did that even do that well? I don't even think that did that well. I certainly didn't go see that movie. They made I a mean, sequel. I was also, they make sequels to a lot of... Angry Birds also got a sequel.
1: I'm sure yeah. Angry Birds did well, though. I'm not saying it was a good movie. But I bet Angry Birds is a big enough property. There's a lot of kids who, who went to see it. Um, maybe. I think I saw... The Scooby-Doo, I've definitely seen it on on TV. I might have seen it in theaters just because um, Sarah Michelle Gellar was in it. I might have seen it just just for that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I it's cute how her and Freddie Prinze Jr. were both in it, but other than that, I mean... So I just looked it up, and I probably watched Plastic Man on Super Friends.
1: You watched the Super Friends show?
0: I feel like that must have been syndicated that I caught some of it. Okay. Or I maybe it was a Justice League thing.
1: He was definitely in the Justice League cartoon.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's a in
1: Justice League unlimited he would have been been there. Yeah. Um but but uh uh so this Batman the Brave and the Bold, it's kind of a I think when we talked about it on the show before, I don't think I was very positive about it. And I've since Watched every episode of the show <laughs> because I'm a I'm a crazy person. You are, a- and I've radically changed my my feelings about it. Okay, I don't think I really got what they were going for when we just watched like one or two episodes, and
0: so tell me, wh- what do you think they're going for now?
1: They're going for. I thought that they were going for like an Adam West, very campy Batman, and I think brave it's brave in the bold. Yeah.
0: In this particular movie, or just in general? Throughout? In general, that's what really? I really.
1: No, that's what I thought originally. Oh. Based on the the one or two episodes we saw, but yeah, I no, do, I, I don't think, think those episodes were really reflective of the show as a whole because I don't think that's really the the tone that they're going for. It's more of like a Silver Age Batman where it's a little tongue in cheek, yeah. but it's it's not it's not Adam West over the top camp.
0: Yeah, that's why I don't know if I should start talking about this now, but. I I wish it that's what made the crossover episodes of Scooby-Doo and Batman and Scooby-Doo where are you work mm-hmm. is that it I think it was Adam West Batman where it was campy and it it fitted to that world of Scooby-Doo. Yeah, it was uh, it
1: would have been Alain Soule who played okay. uh Batman the um in Batman Adventures which it started off with Adam West and then became him okay. and he was like the the voice of that Animated version of like the, the animated incarnation of Adam West.
0: Yeah, so that worked, but it really doesn't work having the Scooby Doo characters in The Brave and the Bold work. They just don't fit in tone no. wise. It um, feels like
1: it's two separate movies going yes. on.
0: Yes, and I guess because I'm older now, I'm still just like, they're supposed to be teenagers? And this is really weird
1: yeah so let's jump into the movie before we jump into the movie though uh i looked it up the scooby-doo movie i've got the the budget and the box office you want to take a guess at what it cost and how much it made
0: tell me how much it cost and i'll say how much it made
1: it cost 84 million dollars
0: it made 85 million
1: (laughs) it made 275.7 million this was a big success
0: Shit, that yeah,
1: this is what I'm saying. If you get you
0: wasted some money going to see that in theaters, people,
1: if you get a big enough franchise, people will watch it even if it's bad just because they're familiar with it.
0: I mean, I guess that's true. I saw the live action Flintstones movie, but to be fair, it was part of my friend's birthday party at the time. So I did I the I did, same
1: thing for a friend's birthday party,
0: yeah. Like, I did not have a choice with this, yeah. I. If it was me, I don't think I would have seen it, or maybe I rented it at some point. But
1: I mean, when you're a kid, it's just you—you you, a movie comes out and you're already aware of these characters, so it's like, yeah, I want to see that. I know those characters. The uh, The Angry Birds movie—I've got the the stats on that too. Budget seventy three million. How much do you think it made?
0: Oh, uh, a hundred million.
1: Three hundred fifty-two point three million. This was also a huge success. Again, just people recognize.
0: But the, the reviews were terrible.
1: Kids don't care about that. They they kids just see that they they know a thing, so they want to see it.
0: <sighs>
1: we live in a world where the Geico Caveman got a commerc- got a TV show just because people yeah. There's a show as the Caveman. Yeah, just because people recognize him.
0: What channel is this on?
1: Uh, I think NBC. nuh uh, maybe, maybe it was CBS. I don't know. Are you sure um, this
0: wasn't just like a joke on Thirty Rock?
1: No, this was a real thing. Um, the Geico Caveman um, television spinoff. It was ABC.
0: Well, ABC does nothing right.
1: <laughs> um, it was. It was quietly canceled it was the shortest lived sitcom of the the season um,
0: I thought you were going to say of all time and I was just like that can't be true No
1: there's been plenty of shows that are canceled after one episode yeah. This was this made it 13 episodes What? Yeah
0: I would never have said that
1: This is what I'm saying people just want to see things they've seen already <laughs> They just it's it's it takes energy to to learn who new characters are in new situations I have so
0: much already invested in the Geico Caveman. What's well, how, his story?
1: How many times, we, we have Netflix and Hulu and everything, and there's 100,000 different options for new things we could watch. And how many times are we just like, eh, I'm just going to watch Parks and Rec again. I'm going to watch that for the fifth time.
0: It's, it's, it's comforting, though.
1: Y- yeah. Well, that's, it's comforting to, to see the Caveman show. I, don't,
0: I wouldn't think so.
1: Let's talk about... Uh, and I
0: didn't go into watching that originally, knowing any characters specifically.
1: No, that's true. I mean, uh, you always got to start somewhere, but yeah. it, it's easier to get people to, to come on board with something they already know than something that they have never heard of. <sighs> so let's... Uh, and that's why every, so many... I don't know if they do this anymore, but certainly when we were kids, every like PG-13 movie would get like, an animated... Uh, animated series of it you, you're not remembering this beetlejuice had an animated show i remember watching that uh, men in black robocop
0: i don't remember robocop i don't think i watched that
1: um
0: i maybe watched men in black
1: a little the bit? mask
0: i remember that existed jumanji no do not remember that
1: Anyways, the, the it's the, let's just talk about Batman. Though this isn't the Chumanji podcast. Batman the Brave and the Bold. Scooby Doo meets uh, Scooby Doo and Batman the Brave and the Bold. I'm turning into Jacob without without him. Uh, uh, Batman drives a ghost. This is it. This Wikipedia entry is half a sentence in, and it's already fucking up. Batman drives a ghost, which the gang is chasing away, and warns the gang to keep away from from this case for their own safety. Uh, when the puppeteer attacks again, Fred overpowers Perpeto and his hench puppet, and the gang unmasks them as Martian Manhunter and Detective Chimp. Basically, it starts kind of in media res. Uh, Scooby-Doo is teamed up with the the Mystery Inc. gang, and they're in the middle of uh, trying to catch this this ghost. It's like a puppet that's a ghost, and the puppeteer is also a ghost.
0: And I thought I kind of saw it as the puppeteer is the ghost and then the puppet's like a possessed puppet. Okay, well, they're something.
1: they're some kind of supernatural right. thing. And um
0: Yeah, and then Batman shows up.
1: Yeah, and uh Fred is like setting up this this uh, trap which it's just a net, but he's like really proud <laughs> of this net and like
0: Can we talk about how
1: how he jerked off that lever?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that and they're like Batman. What are you doing here? And he says something about like, wherever there's puppet-related crimes, he is yes. there. <laughs> yes. I was like, is there a lot of puppet-related crimes in Gotham? Like, what is? <laughs> How what is often co- does
1: that come up? If there's a puppet-related crime,
0: Scooby Doo uh, probably somewhat. It's not uncommon. Batman, I, I don't well, know. Well, he's
1: got a villain called the ventriloquist.
0: Only you would know that. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, it doesn't seem like there would be that much public-related <laughs> crime. but um, uh, So Fred's got this this net on a lever, and at one point he's just getting ready to, to drop the, the net, and he's just kind of jerking off the lever.
0: He does not know how levers work. He does
1: not know how levers work, and he ends up accidentally catching Batman in the net, and he's just way too proud of that. He's, He's like,
0: Well, I caught something, yeah. so
1: I caught Batman. I it's like no that's even better. No Fred. That's not who you're trying to catch. You you shouldn't be proud of this. But they um they eventually unmasked the ghosts.
0: Can it, we talk about how they didn't let Batman out? Yeah. They, they just <laughs> had to he just had to get out himself. Yeah. Eventually.
1: And um it 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 uh it eventually turns out that the ghosts are actually Martian Manhunter and Detective Chimp. This was a test to to see if mystery Inc. was uh was good enough to join the mystery analyst of Gotham or MAGA. Uh, and
0: no oh god <laughs> I didn't even think of that. No there's no A at the end.
1: I I feel like though this this came out 2018 like they're they're getting way too close to that acronym.
0: But yeah, once they created this new group i was like uh, i really uh, thought
1: they were going to be asked to join the justice league for a second
0: yeah because it's like well what other groups is there oh apparently this one that they just created two seconds ago
1: yeah well i mean it's hard to to you can't have detective chimp in the justice league and you gotta if you want detective chimp in the movie you gotta do some work i didn't
0: know that detective chimp was a thing
1: yeah detective chimp is a thing um all the characters in this are are pre-existing
0: yeah, I know Aquaman. Yeah. Like, yes. Jesus. I know um Martian and Manhunter,
1: Black Canary, sure. Yeah. Um Detective Chimp is just like a like a super smart chimp. I think he got Well,
0: yeah, I got that from the movie.
1: Yeah. Um that's pretty much all you need to know about Detective Chimp. I don't know What's if there's it, a lot of does
0: he like a British accent? Uh,
1: he mm. might have been this. I don't I don't know if that's universally the case. Yeah, okay. Um he's just a chimp who's a Detective, it's really, it's exactly what it sounds like. Um, so, so he, they they're, they reveal Martian Manhunter Detective Chimp. Um, the puppeteer scam was actually an initiation test for Mystery Inc. to join the mystery analysts of Gotham.
0: Hey, 17-year-old kids, you want to join our group?
1: <laughs> where are their parents?
0: They never have, nobody ever wonders where they are. Um, I'm I'm guessing they don't have to be in school. I. They're just driving around this hippie mobile.
1: Yeah, This shaggin' wagon. It, That's it's, not what it's called. <laughs> it's called the the mystery machine. Yeah, and apparently they've had like a bunch of mystery machines.
0: I mean, and I believe that it, it, it's crashed a couple of times. <laughs> the, I mean, the they, there's
1: a line in this movie where where it crashes and uh, Daphne just says, "We lose more mystery machines this that way." Like how? Where is their income coming from that they can afford all these cars?
0: Yeah, people aren't hiring them to solve these crimes. No, they just kind like, of
1: stumble across them.
0: Or, yeah, they're like, "Let's go solve this." Yeah, people are like, "Why are you with your parents?"
1: So, Mystery Inc. arrives at the analyst headquarters, where they additionally meet the Question, Black Canary, and Plastic Man, as well as Aquaman.
0: Oh, they are skipping also a lot, some more stuff.
1: They're skipping the the scene where they find the the um, location of the the mystery analyst of Gotham. You want to talk about that?
0: Is it this? Like, don't they have the fight with the Riddler before?
1: I think that comes after this. Really? I think so. Okay. Um, so they they find the they're. they're the location of the uh, mystery analysts of Gotham is a mystery in and of itself because they they drive like this. Um, uh, it's like a like a s- industrial park, and there's all these shuttered gates, and one of them has uh, writing on it, and Daphne figures out that it's an anagram for mystery analysts of Gotham. Um, but they they arrive, they meet all those heroes. I don't know what Plastic Man is doing here because Plastic Man is not a detective. No. He's never been portrayed as a detective. They should have had elongated man who's like the same powers, but he is canonically a detective.
0: Are you sure the fight wasn't before this? Because I remember seeing Aquaman before this and Aquaman was upset that he was not part of this group.
1: Uh, you, you could be right. Let's talk about the fight then.
0: I don't remember much of the fight. I just remember Aquaman and this is just like a dumb blonde and I don't remember him always being like that, but he's... He he's not he's not with it.
1: Yeah, that's I don't know that he's always portrayed that way, but that's consistent with how he's portrayed in Batman: The Brave and the Bold. Okay, he, his his catchphrase is outrageous. Yes, he's just always shouting that. Uh, do you know who played ba- uh, uh, Aquaman in this?
0: Who voiced him? Who voiced him?
1: No, uh, Frank Dimaggio, the same guy <laughs> who does Bender in Futurama.
0: That is outrageous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, I I like Aquaman a lot in this. Aquaman really made me laugh. He's he's very over the top. Yeah. Very. Um. See, you're right. It is because he busts into the mystery analysts of Gotham headquarters because they won't let him in.
0: Yeah. It, it, he's disguised as.
1: Like a uh, French detective, he's like yeah. Inspector Clouseau.
0: But it, I I don't even think he gets the name right.
1: Yeah. It's I don't think it's literally Inspector Clouseau, but it's like something yeah. like that type.
0: Yeah, and Batman's just like hey Aquaman. Yeah. It's
1: yeah. a it's a very half-assed disguise. He's got like a hat and a trench coat and like yeah. a fake mustache. Yeah. And he's he bursts in with like a sword made out of water. Like there's no way to Did not he? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I miss that. <laughs>
1: but I, I really I'm like
0: surfing it on two dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> like, Who wants to
1: do this? <laughs> I'll do <rage> you, <laughs> some Japanese <laughs> 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 I'm from the Tokyo region of France France <laughs> It's not racist <laughs> cuz this is a French accent too <laughs> uh, so they they um they they meet all the the heroes um uh the question is kind of a important character in this did you know the question before this
0: I did not.
1: The question's another one who I don't think is uh, that popular. He's um, he, he's pretty cool. They've talked about doing a movie with him for years, but it's never nothing's ever really come to pass. But he, he's basically just like a detective and his mask is uh, like a totally blank face, like that's featureless. That's like I
0: wasn't understanding. I was like is this some like deformity where he doesn't have a face like or so that's a mask. He has an yeah, actual mask. mask under there.
1: Yeah. No, it, not under there. The 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 blank face is a mask.
0: Right. So his face is under there. Yes. That's what I'm saying. His real face is under yeah. there.
1: Yeah. I thought you said he had a mask under there. No. No. Um, the, the question was um, uh, created by... Um, I'm blanking on his name all of a sudden. Um, Steve Ditko. The, the same guy who created Spider-Man. I'm listening to this podcast about uh, early Spider-Man. They talk a lot about the question. Because it's the same creator. You're, you're so bored by that
0: no, fact. no, I'm just thinking... So then how is Spider-Man Marvel in the question DC?
1: So uh, uh, Steve Ditko got... He e-
0: was just like, whoever wants this, <laughs> <it> pays <laughs> enough, we'll get this.
1: Steve Ditko w- was working for Marvel, and he co-created Spider-Man, but Stan Lee got all the credit for creating Spider-Man. And Steve Ditko got very little money and, and no credit. And he got real angry about that. And he eventually quit Marvel and he went to work for Charleston Comics, where, uh, where he created the question. And Charleston Comics got bought out by DC. Gotcha. Um, wow, I've, I've wasted my life. <laughs> I know. I didn't. That was not like Wikipedia. That was just off the top of my head. Yeah. I know exactly everything about the origins of this obscure character. Stanley's not even, a dick. Not even the origin, but the publication history of the question. <laughs> Stanley is. Um, it's the, the they had like a very really confusing system for for how everything was written, and so it made things. Blurry with... Um, they, they had what's called the Marvel method, where they would kind of... The writer and the artist would have, like, a talk about what the story would be, and then the the artist would go off and draw everything, and then the writer would come in and just, like, add all these speech balloons to the panels that had already been drawn.
0: Whoa, no, that's not... <laughs> oh, no, that doesn't, that's not a good system.
1: Yeah, so it it made it really confusing as to, like... How much each one of them put in, and like Stanley is always credited as the writer, and then Steve Ditko's like he wrote the dialogue, but like really a lot of the story was coming from me, even though he was doing the. I think Jack Kirby wrote, drew the original Spider-Man costume, and and Stanley pitched that. He gave Jack Kirby the name Spider Man said do this. And then Jack Kirby drew like this forty year old man in like a blue costume that looked nothing like Spider-Man and and he had like a magic ring that gave him spider powers. And then Steve Didko came in and do the Spider-Man we all know today. And so Stanley's like, I came up with this idea before Steve Didko had anything to do with it. And Steve Didko's like, well, he came up with the name Spider-Man, but everything about how he looks and how he got his powers and everything is all, it's very close to Bob Kane and Bill Finger yeah. who created Batman. Uh, anyways, so this movie, <laughs> this is your, you could not be less interested. No,
0: I'm, I'm processing.
1: You're like actively being like, what What am I getting into? <laughs> I'm getting prepared to marry this guy.
0: I, I know what I'm getting into. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't a surprise. <laughs>
1: What if this was just, like, our first date right now? I'm just mansplaining superheroes to you the whole <laughs> the whole night.
0: No, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, now that, I, like, we're engaged, like, I I don't feel the need that I have to, like, go to superhero movies anymore <laughs> with you. Like, that part of my life would be like, oh, well, you know, this guy wants to go to the movies. And I, he suggested this, and I'm not going <laughs> to... I guess I'll watch the Fantastic Four, like...
1: Have we ever been to a superhero movie together? We saw the Lego Batman movie together. We did. But that's that's not a superhero movie. That's a Lego movie.
0: With superheroes in
1: it. <laughs> you didn't want to see the Lego Batman movie? No, I did. So I remember asking you to see Doctor Strange early on, and you were... Not no,
0: I, I had already seen it. I oh, think. you had okay. Remember, I saw it with my dad. Oh, that's right. And okay. then I was just like, "Oh God, what did I get myself into?" <laughs> <laughs> I was not a fan of Doctor Strange.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he's. I enjoyed it, but if you're not into superheroes, that's not the one to 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 go into.
0: I I just didn't think he was like likable. Yeah. I was just like, I don't. I'm not rooting for him. I don't. I don't give a shit.
1: Yeah. Uh I, I can I can see that. He is kind of a dickish character. Um uh, he's not the most interesting, most compelling character yeah. in the, the Marvel universe.
0: I think the villain didn't help either. I was just like oh, those villains. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm struggling to even remember who the villain was. Exactly. That one. It was um Javier Bardem, I think. I forget the name of the character. Oh uh, yes. I, the I, evil Javier Bardem. <laughs> I want that to be. I want the the villain. I think when you get to like a certain level of celebrity, you're not allowed to play characters anymore. You just got to use your real name in every role.
0: I think Alec Baldwin needs to just do that.
1: Alec like, Baldwin's too famous to play a character. He's got to yeah, be Alec Baldwin. I, the
0: whole Jack Donaghy thing from Thirty Rock. I was just like, no, that's just Alec Baldwin. That's just Baldwin Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Brad Pitt, he can't be a character. I, I saw. What's I don't think
0: him. he acts that hard anyway.
1: I think he's a good actor, but yeah. every time I, I'm seeing him, I'm I can't remember the character's name. I just remember it's Brad Pitt. Well, yeah. Uh, so, so Batman drives a. a where are we? He's uh, they, they fight the
0: Aquaman comes in.
1: Yeah. Um, to the. He he bursts in to the the analyst headquarters, and then alarm sounds from Gotham chemical storage. Oh, uh, this is leaving out kind of an important.
0: Yeah, this is a terrible, terrible summary.
1: It's a terrible summary. So, um, it it, it, it they have like a filing cabinet. They've got this whole high tech headquarters, and then like <laughs> the floor opens up and just this filing cabinet no raises up. No computer. No computer. A filing cabinet. Not like
0: cabinet. Uh, in the back cave. It's it's uh, just a filing cabinet.
1: And it's all their their goes along with
0: uh, yeah, the Scooby gang. It's they're, all they're used to filing cabinets. They're not used to computers.
1: So basically the, what the mystery analysts of Gotham do is every month they meet up and they talk about their unsolved cases. They help each other out to figure to solve these mysteries. And um, so they've got this filing cabinet that's filled. Each one of them has a drawer with all their unsolved cases. Plastic Man's drawer is just stuffed to the brim because he is not a detective. <laughs> and there's a piece of pizza just sticking out of I, his drawer. I thought he was
0: just like, messy and unaware but I, also i mean also not a detective yeah like
1: I, I think both those things are true okay um and then uh batman's file just has his drawer just has one file in it he only has one unsolved case ever and it doesn't it, it, go that's into, even stretching it i would not say this is an unsolved case but yeah, we'll, was, we'll get into that in a, a minute okay. um but yeah we we really both had a problem with calling this an unsolved case yeah, the
0: moment he finished that i was just like you don't know what unsolved means.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, so then an alarm sounds from Gotham chemical storage and the assembled mystery analysts head to the warehouse where they find that several vials of a radioactive isotope have been stolen. A red cloaked figure from, from the old theater appears before him calling himself the Crimson Cloak and swearing revenge on Batman and Gotham for making him into a ghost. Crimson Cloak sets the storage building on fire, but the analysts escape. Uh, escape the blast with Plastic Man's help. He he turns in like a giant ball and kind of surrounds them. They they bounce out.
0: Yeah, well, I was like, uh, does plastic not? Plastic would melt in a fire. I don't. I don't know how that how I it works. I
1: don't think he's literally made of plastic. I think he's
0: uh, a human would also burn too.
1: <laughs> he's more like Rubber Man. I don't know why they call him Plastic Man. It's not a good name for his... uh, It doesn't really describe his powers very well. But he can stretch and make himself into whatever shape. Um, I still call BS. (laughs) You know, Batman is not actually made of bats.
0: I I wish he was.
1: (laughs) You wish he was? That would be a better movie to you?
0: Yeah, I think he'd be a more interesting character.
1: Uh, well, any time you replace a human with a collection of animals, that would be more interesting to you. It's fair. Uh, so while the superheroes put out the fire, Batman sends Mystery Inc. to a diner to rejoin them later. Following the gang's uh, questions, he, he reveals the tale about his single unsolved case. Many years ago, at the start of his crime-fighting career, Batman attempted to stop Professor Milo from competing com- from completing an experiment with faulty teleporter technology, however, the vortex created by the device killed one of Milo's assistants, Leo Scarlet. A failure that has haunted Batman since that time. They conclude that the likely suspects behind the Crimson Cloak would either be Sam Scarlet, Leo's father, or the Riddler. This is when um, Harvey Bullock shows up to the the diner and um he he's like accusing mystery inc of he sees like their car he's got security footage of their car from this like building explosion but how did he know that they were going to be at that diner
0: didn't he see that he got like a tip
1: did he okay oh
0: at the diner i don't know yeah he's just going to a lot of donut shops and diners. (laughs) He just happens to run into them. He's just hoping eventually he'll run into them.
1: I like to think he wasn't even hoping to to run into them. He just happened to be going to a diner, and he's like, oh, shit, the criminals are here? Oh. uh." (laughs) (laughs) And then Batman has a a weird line about... Uh, B- Harvey Bullock's threatening to arrest them, and Batman's like, "Well, do you have a warrant?" And he's like, "Well, okay, I guess I, I don't." And that's—you don't need a warrant to arrest someone. Yeah,
0: you needed a warrant to seize stuff.
1: Yeah, or to like search through their property. Yeah. You can Arrest someone without a warrant. Um, I'm I'm glad you knew that too, and I, I I'm glad that that's common knowledge, and that wasn't something where I.
0: I, I mean, it's common knowledge to me. I don't know.
1: I think people know that. I think that's not uh, too much. People don't
0: always know their civil rights. I don't
1: think that's too much of a nitpick, though, if we both notice that or we're aware of that. Uh, so
0: I, I don't. I also don't think he can arrest them without their parents present. But or no,
1: that's definitely not the case. You think you can't arrest someone well, without? Well, maybe their
0: not arrest them, but like you have to like notify the parents.
1: You do have you, to notify the parents, you but can't you can't question them. You but hold on. You think in your scenario, if kids' parents aren't there, then you just can't arrest them. That's
0: how I get away with everything.
1: <laughs> like, oh i I saw you murder that guy, but your parents aren't here, so I guess I gotta let you go.
0: <laughs> I misspoke. <laughs> they can't. You can't question them without yes, the parents present. That
1: is that is true.
0: So, well, you're just gonna arrest them and just like wait twenty years. <laughs> Because we do not know where their parents are. Yeah. <laughs> the parents do not care about yeah. them.
1: <laughs> I think if your parents are dead, then they can't. They can't do anything at that point because they can't question you. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they, yeah, <laughs> I, I used to work for the the juvenile court, and that was like the worst part of the job is like notifying parents Ooh. that their kids have. That was part of the job. That was part of the job. Because it's either you either get the reaction where the parents are shocked. And they're like, "Oh my God, what happened?" I'm like, "I can't really disclose the specifics."
0: You're just like, "I don't know. I'm not the one who arrested him. I'm just here to tell you."
1: I mean, I might have like some facts, but like, there wasn't much I was like allowed to give out. Yeah. And then, uh, and it's like, "Hey, it's the middle of the night. Come down here and pick up your kid." Or you get the other reaction where they're like, "What did they do? Yeah, (laughs) they're like not surprised at all." Yeah. Yeah, that that checks out. They're (laughs) arrested again. Okay. Oh. I'll, I'll try to get down there when I can.
0: Yeah, that that's when you know you failed as a parent. Yeah.
1: But that, that was just the most depressing reaction to get. It's like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know the drill. You, you don't need to explain this to me. I know where to go. Ugh. Batman and, and Mr. Ink visit... Oh, uh, I have one little note um, where the, the Crimson Cloak looks a little it looks a lot like the the phantasm from uh batman and the the phantasm Yeah, and,
0: I, I didn't even think about that
1: well i i thought that that was
0: what they were going for
1: well i initially thought that that was just me and then aquaman refers to the crimson cloak as a phantasm and then I'm like oh that had to be that can't be just coincidence then no, if they it, d- use that word
0: yeah i don't think you use it Phantasm as a noun like that. With a, with
1: I think a you can, but that's not a commonly used no. word. They, that can't have been an accident.
0: Mm, I wouldn't think so.
1: So Batman and Mystery Inc. visit the Riddler at Arkham Asylum. Batman, Fred, Daphne, and Velma re-encounter the Crimson Cloak who releases the other inmates from their cells. Uh, the oh,
0: this, this whole scene. This whole part.
1: Go ahead. What, what do you want to say?
0: Um, oh no, I'm going to let you finish. Uh, no, I'm, that's about... When you get to a certain
1: point. Okay. Well, they, the investigators uh, just barely managed to escape their clutches, and they seal them inside the asylum. As they return to the well, mystery...
0: Well, I... I have a couple things. Okay. Um, so, um, they have that whole food fight in the cafeteria. That's
1: right. I forgot about the... they They had... A description of the food that I thought was gonna lead to something and it it doesn't, where they all the food is like named after serial killers. They had um, Norman Bates Bates burgers who's like Norman and the hamburgers all have like giant meat, like uh, like butcher knives sticking out of them.
0: So what I wrote down was who is this cafeteria for? Yeah. I'm pretty sure the inmates if it's Arkham Asylum, are not allowed to leave their cell And they're definitely meals.
1: not allowed to be given butcher knives.
0: Yes. And I did not see one guard in this whole part of the film. So if there's no guards and the inmates aren't, who is this cafeteria for? Who's using this?
1: I mean, also the inmates are all allowed to keep their masks and their costumes and some of them are allowed to just keep their weapons uh, I mean, in their cell. I,
0: without the costumes, you'd be like, wait, so who are you? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah Two-Face you'd know. Killer well, yeah. Croc, maybe. That's about it. Yeah. Firefly, you're not going to be able to recognize.
0: Yeah. I, like, w- without that mask, the Riddler is, is just a guy.
1: Yeah, we had that, that conversation yeah. about like it's, it's almost more of a disguise if the Riddler doesn't have a mask on. Yeah. Because as soon you as... Made, he,
0: you made yourself much more...
1: Yeah. As soon as he puts on the mask, it's like, oh, it's the Riddler. And if he takes it off, it's like, who, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Who <laughs> Who is yeah, it's he? It's just a guy. Just some, just some white cat um so also batman at this point he um i don't know if we we talked about this but he he describes that the whole uh his unsolved case is that teleporter accident this is not unsolved yeah this is totally solved it just a guy died that's not the same thing he just doesn't
0: like how it ended yeah
1: It's like it's it's um when you put it like that, it's like like one of those choose your own adventure books. Yeah. It's like you get like the bad ending, you're like, no, 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 it's not really the ending. It's not the ending, I gotta go back.
0: <laughs> this book is unsolved. Yeah, unfinished. <laughs> until I find what I like. Yeah.
1: And then when I get to the good ending, then the book is over at Correct. that point.
0: The ending where I survive, that's when it ends. Yeah.
1: It it's like uh we we talked about it being like saying that the the Columbine shooting is unsolved. Yeah, like no, we know who did it. Yeah. There's no question. They just weren't apprehended. <laughs> and yeah, not there's the same no things. mystery there. No. Um, so, so they uh, they they all. Where are we in this? They, they they the investigators just barely managed to escape their clutches and seal them inside the asylum. As they return the mystery machine, they are intercepted by Harvey and the other mystery analyst, Sands, Aquaman. Who attempt to arrest them for the isotope theft due to play, fake evidence planted in the van? Batman and Mystery Inc. make a run for it. They have the they find the isotope in the Mystery uh, right. Inc. van, the Mystery Machine, and um, the they're, they're Batman's like, "No, I vouch for them," and they're all like, "Oh, well, the Batman's with them on this. <laughs> Batman's also criminal." Yeah, they have a criminal. no
0: faith in Batman. All yeah. of a sudden, they're like, "You know what? I don't really know him." I, do i
1: really know batman batman's done so much for the city given the, a little benefit of the Does doubt he, here.
0: He, he causes so much more trouble than you know than he fixes
1: the the evidence against them is so so flimsy it's <laughs> so small so they they have a big car chase um they're driving the mystery machine they don't have time to get to the batmobile so they have to drive the mystery machine uh, away i'll
0: be part of this that you're missing what's that Scooby is the one driving.
1: That's right. I forgot.
0: How do you forget that? The we had like a two-hour conversation about this. Yeah,
1: the dog is driving, and at one point they stop, and Scooby gets out, and then nobody takes over for Scooby. Yeah, they,
0: they, Scooby and Shaggy. I don't even know what to call it. Di- this diverged? scene
1: made no sense. It was not funny, and it didn't make any sense. It was
0: typical of like, like you know scooby-doo stuff but once again it does not belong in this world right
1: so they um there, there was
0: something about yeah there was something about like tailgating and they yeah. weren't even near no s- I, I remember related. exactly what it was yeah. so
1: they they turn into an alley and bane and C- killer croc are hot on their tail and
0: were, were they not in arkham
1: i think they were i think they they must have escaped from arkham
0: but i thought they sealed everyone in
1: they must have gotten out. There's no way. It wouldn't make any sense for Bane and Killer Croc to just coincidentally be wandering around and see the mystery machine. You,
0: please. This, <laughs> this whole movie.
1: So they're stuck in this alley and Bane and Killer Croc. I hated Bane's design in this because they gave Bane.
0: I almost didn't recognize Bane.
1: It's supposed to be like a luchador mask, but yeah. they made it a bondage mask. He's got like a zipper for a mouth. Right. I did not like that choice. No.
0: But, uh, that's not what i'm used to
1: but they um they're, they're just in this alley they're about to to be jumped by killer croc and bane and scooby and shaggy jump out and they've got a barbecue and they've got football jerseys on like hey it's you just showed up for the tailgating five minutes before the game you better eat these hot dogs because you can't bring them into the game what are you doing showing up so late and they give them hot dogs and they're like oh uh i guess we'll put Ketchup on these, and they're like, What? Ketchup? No one puts ketchup on a hot dog. Yeah, put mustard and relish. And then they spray mustard and relish in their faces. Yeah. And then just jump back in the car. Nothing relating to football or tailgating. Yeah, that had came been out happening. of nowhere. Yeah. It was not funny. It did not make any sense. There's no discussion about ketchup. There's. I hated that yeah. scene. And they then,
0: were. The writers were like, really stuck on something.
1: Yeah, it's like this movie is like two minutes too short, we gotta add something.
0: Yeah. Uh, or we have to throw Bane in there somehow for some reason. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Bane is also not in the movie except for this one scene.
0: So yeah, that's why you just take that scene out and continue with the car chase later.
1: Yeah. Uh so um they they Scooby Doo scooby-Doo gets back in the driver's seat and continues driving this car right and then they uh Batman takes over at some point and he puts like some kind of a jam on the, the the gas pedal and they he calls the the Batmobile and they all well, start
0: you're mu- you're missing when they crashed into
1: well they only crash because no one is driving first they they all jump out of the mystery machine into the Batmobile. And then the car goes off the road.
0: No, no, no. They crash into... Hideout? Of the Joker and the Riddler? They're, like, hanging out?
1: Oh, that's right. That's why all the supervillains are chasing them, too. Because they have the supers and the supervillains chasing them.
0: Yeah, so they crash into that. Scooby crashes into that. They're, like... Batman at that point Batman jumps in the seat.
1: Yeah. Cuz they they're saying like Scooby turn left and and Scooby's like whoa, 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 and then he turns right and they're like, "Well, he does know left from right cuz he's a dog. What do you expect?" And it's like, "Well, yeah, but also he shouldn't be driving." Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jackie and Velma are in the front seat yeah. next to him. Like they could have easily Ben driving instead of Scooby.
1: Yeah, and again, he gets out at one point, and then he gets back in.
0: Yeah, and then it takes cra- him crashing for Batman to be like, uh, I should probably yeah, do something. Yeah, m- maybe
1: we shouldn't let the dog drive this car. <laughs> uh, so they, they jump f- from the, the mystery machine into the Batmobile. The Batmobile goes from having two seats in one shot, <laughs> and then all of a sudden has four seats.
0: It's one of those expanding...
1: D- expanding Batmobiles.
0: Yeah, I had like a Barbie car like, or maybe I don't think I had it, but there was a Barbie car designed like that where it had like four seats and then you could like pull out and it expanded to like six seats so Barbie could have like all her friends, not just her (laughs) sister. You know how Barbie and Ken like to have everyone on their dates with them. That's right. Yeah.
1: Barbie had so many sisters, didn't she? Didn't they like keep adding sisters?
0: Yeah, she had Skipper, and then Kelly. Yeah, Kelly was like a sister who's like a toddler. Skipper, they eventually they made her like a teenager. Okay. (laughs) I was just recently watching the skit with uh, from SNL where Amy Poehler is playing Barbie, and maybe Britney Spears. It looked like Britney Spears was playing Skipper. But they were saying, like, um, Barbie is really Skipper's mom. <laughs> it doesn't make sense any other way.
1: Yeah, it felt like they wanted Barbie to... They, they kept adding all these sisters who... She's, like... It felt like they wanted her to be a mom, but also to be a teenager.
0: Yeah, because they... Well, they made her friend Midge have...
1: A teenage pregnancy?
0: I don't, I don't think it was, like, a teenage pregnancy, I think she came with a guy doll or something. But people were very upset that, like, you could, like, take the baby out of the belly. It was, it was Oh, a yeah, whole there was thing. that pregnant
1: Barbie yeah, with, like, like, a fetus midge. inside it. That was midge. Yeah. But it had, like, an actual, like, fetus.
0: I don't... I mean, you could, like, it give looks like a fully formed baby. You really could like
1: give, a like, <laughs> a uh, late-term abortion to this Barbie.
0: I would call it a C-section, but
1: okay.
0: <laughs> it's it's well, plastic. I don't know if it's...
1: Potato, potato.
0: <laughs> it's a plastic toy. You can't kill it.
1: I think a C-section is technically a very late-term abortion. That's how I that's how I view it.
0: I, I don't even... If the baby survives, is this still an abortion, though?
1: <laughs> I think it's a failed abortion at that point.
0: A very failed late-term abortion. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> uh, so shaking.
0: You're, you're not going to be in the room when Bios is actually. Oh, no. Shut your whore mouth.
1: Shaking off their law enforcement pursuers, Batman takes the gang to the Batcave and leaves them there to return to Milo's old laboratory, laboratory for clues. Um, re- rejoined by Aquaman and, and The Question, who refuse to believe the false accusations made against Mystery Inc. Batman finds Milo's teleporter uh, restored by the Crimson Cloak uh, who promptly incapacitates and attacks the heroes. How does Batman even realize that this is... I was confused as to what the connection is between what's going on now and this this teleporter.
0: Right. I, I was too. It's a faulty teleporter. I don't know how Batman knows... That it's a faulty teleporter. Did uh, Wayne Enterprises make this faulty teleporter?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think he ever. The Crimson Cloak ever says he's connected to this. Is it just?
0: I. How does he says p- that like he's from Batman's past? I think Batman just like jumps. He's like, oh well, it has to be that one unsolved case <laughs> that I have.
1: <laughs> that's the only case where it didn't yeah, work what else out. Could it be? Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's all the 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 connection that it has, um, so so uh, also he finds like a footprint somewhere, and
0: that was in the tomb where only a sleeve of a lab coat is entombed.
1: That's right, because the Riddler says that the the uh, the guy who got sucked into the teleporter, um, they had like a whole tomb for the only piece of him that remained which is just a I, I,
0: I guess what well, was like the part of the lab coat that batman was able to grab or something right
1: as he's getting sucked into the right. the other dimension
0: that's a lot of money for for a piece of cloth i'm yeah. telling you that right now <laughs> unless yeah. he already had that like willed to him or something
1: yeah and so then there's a a, a yeah. mud footprint there that batman freezes and as velma analyzed back in the cave
0: w- and w- that she's like jizzing over
1: yeah, I don't know if that's the word I would use.
0: Jinkies, jizzing, it's basically the same thing.
1: Jizzies. <laughs> oh God. Uh, um, and so as she's analyzing, she's got it under the microscope. Yeah. And the, the dirt like starts moving it. It moves away. And she's
0: w- like, huh. Jizzies. <laughs> she's like, I don't think this is right. Or and maybe I'm just going crazy. Or and
1: all the dirt kind of lumps together, and it's it makes like a giant bug, and it attacks them. It changes, yeah. it's changing shape. Um. So so Batman uh, finds the teleporter, and uh, Batman awakens after he's been attacked. He awakens to see himself alongside Aquaman tied above the teleporting machine. Um. The the at the same time uh, Velma's analyzing it, and they trap the the giant mud bug into the bat dehydrator uh and then they deduce the villain's true identity for themselves it's Clayface. they, they which make
0: you got like very quickly
1: i thought it was so obvious as soon as yeah. there's mud that's changing shape that wasn't obvious to you
0: i i i'm not like familiar with Clayface as a villain but i assumed it was going to be some sort of villain like that
1: yeah uh I mean, so they, they normal
0: they d- clay doesn't and dirt doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it does not. Just a heads up. Uh,
1: so at this, uh, uh, they try to to let Batman know, but they learn that he's been captured by the cloak, the Crimson Cloak. And after, it, there's a scene here that I, I, I can't defend it. There, it doesn't make any sense. But I, I really liked it. I really like where they all, uh, have to put on Batman's old costumes.
0: Yeah, because. They're wanted for this insane crime that they're somehow linked to. So they oh, is to that
1: is that the reasoning?
0: Yeah. They're like, we have to save Batman. They're like, the police are after us. Yeah. We can't just like, walk out. They're like, okay, well, look at these handy disguises that are right here in the Batcave.
1: Yeah. Nobody's going to figure it out. <laughs> it's So they dress up. Uh, Fred is dressed like Batman's original costume. Yeah. Um, Velma is dressed like Robin. Daphne is, right. Daphne is uh, dressed up like Batgirl. And then uh, Shaggy is Nightwing. Scooby is Ace the Bathound. hound I, And I, I, I know it makes more sense for Scooby to be Ace the Bat-Hound, but I was really hoping Scooby was going to be Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought that was really you funny. You all like
0: Shaggy to try to like somehow s- put on the <laughs> Ace Bathound yeah. Bat-Hound costume.
1: Yeah, maybe, I guess Velma is Nightwing and then Shag is his ace. That would have made me laugh.
0: They're like, the the holes don't line up, but I don't know. I mean, that's
1: a much better mask than the Nightwing mask. Nightwing's mask is like a little domino mask that doesn't cover anything. Scooby's a dog. He doesn't need like a full face mask.
0: Well, you know how there's only that one great date in all of Gotham. <laughs> they're
1: not. They're not. They're gonna see a bunch of kids running around with a dog. The mask doesn't hide the fact that he is a dog.
0: <laughs> yeah, but but what dog? Which one? <laughs> I Can think you tell two corgis apart?
1: <laughs> I think the logic of Ace the Bat Hound having a mask was originally like a star, like a white star on his forehead.
0: Oh, he had to cover that. Yeah.
1: But Scooby doesn't have, like, any marks that are that distinctive.
0: No, he just has, like, spots. Yeah,
1: but not on his face.
0: No. Um, he he just has this collar with the S on it, which...
1: Yeah, I don't think they even took that off.
0: They might have. I didn't pay that close attention.
1: Um, oh, there's also a, a line that... Um, maybe I'm reading too deep into, into some of these, but uh, th- there, there's some line to the effect of, like... Um, shaggy said something to batman about like you don't know what it's like to be a fugitive and batman's like oh i do know what it's like to be a fugitive or or something which
0: oh i i missed that it,
1: it was something along those lines that sounded like it might have been a, a reference to the batman fugitive storyline that I only might be,
0: you know about i might
1: be reading too deep into this Maybe. i might be looking for for things that I aren't mean, there
0: uh, is he saying that like batman because he has a secret identity is like a fugitive like that's the only other i don't know yeah
1: maybe maybe that's what i mean i don't know um so they they swing in oh the other thing i i really like in this scene they they're all wearing the costumes and they like shoot their their bat grappling hooks in the air and prepare to swing in and they say uh prepare to face the hammers of justice which is what the brave batman the brave and the bold uh, that incarnation of Batman always calls his fists. He calls them the hammers of justice. <laughs> so I, I really like that. They, that that line is really cute to me.
0: Yeah, you're the only one who gets um, these things. Me and
1: everyone else who's who's seen the show that this is a, a movie. This movie is based on. Yeah. Um. So they, they they swing in. Um. They arrive just in time to stop the teleporter and they incapacitate. Uh, Clayface with the dehydrator. Um, it, before, the dehydrator is something you'd like put stuff into, and somehow now it's like a laser beam that you can just shoot stuff with, and it dehydrates it.
0: I thought they got all of them in there.
1: Not at the, the warehouse. The, the, when they're at the Batcave, they trick him into it. And then at the warehouse...
0: They, I guess you can't trick him into it again. Right.
1: <laughs> so at the warehouse, Fred is like wearing it like a backpack. And it's like a proton pack, like from Ghostbusters, right. you, as you, like shoot it at them. But the the crimson clay, um, crimson cape, wh- whatever, it, what cloak. is the crimson cloak? It turns out to be uh, it's just Clayface in disguise. Even though Clayface can't fly, and this villain is flying, so it doesn't really make sense. But it is what it <laughs> is. He dehydes, Isn't de-
0: that what like the isotope is for?
1: I guess I don't know. I I'm trying to put logic to this stupid movie. Yeah, they they dehydrate him. They put him in a little jar, and uh, this is the ba- Basil Carlo version of Clayface, who's like a failed actor, and so he tells them that um, he he this was just an acting job for him. He got hired to to be an actor, and he was hired by the Riddler who admits that he, uh, the Riddler restored the the teleportation machine and used the isotopes to power it and returned for a... Uh, a gra- he did this whole job and, and um, Riddler said he had a cure for Clayface's gradual decay. So they go to the Riddler who's sitting in Arkham and it turns out to just be a clay decoy. Yeah. It's another Clayface.
0: Yeah, because they're like, well, the Riddler's in jail. I was like, oh, no.
1: Yeah. No, the Arkham's just got like a revolving door. Anyone can get out of Arkham at any time. Yeah. Uh, and then it turns out that the, the question is unmasked, and it turns out to be the, the Riddler. It turns out he had switched places with the question in their fight at the beginning of the movie.
0: Which they only figured out because he wasn't asking questions.
1: Yeah, Aquaman. Because a
0: bad actor that even Aquaman could notice that.
1: Yeah. Um, Batman said he was too distracted to notice it, but Aquaman remarked about how like, oh, you've, you're have you so much uh, more fun to be around now because you've stopped asking questions all the time and you've kind of got a sense of humor. And where was the question throughout this whole movie? That's what
0: I wanted to know.
1: They never, it just... In the, the question middle, was
0: never just like, guys, I wasn't there.
1: <laughs> yeah, in the... In the middle of the fight, the Joker just, like, uh, uh, the Riddler, I, I guess he, in, like, the flashback, they show him, like, dressed exactly like the Question, but without his hat. And so the Question gets, like, knocked down, and the Riddler just goes over and, like, steals his hat. <laughs> like, that's the one thing I can't copy is that that fedora that you wear. <laughs> but he doesn't, like, he, he doesn't kidnap the Question or anything. He just leaves him there. So right, it's like so.
0: So has he been out this whole time?
1: Is he dead? <laughs> is the question dead now?
0: Wasn't the question tied up with them, with y- Aquaman and Batman? Yes,
1: but that was actually the Riddler.
0: Yeah, so the Riddler was just like, "Oh yeah, I'll get tied up too." Yeah, this is very elaborate. The twist doesn't
1: make any sense. No. Before he can be taken into custody, the Riddler escapes back to his lab. He reactivates the teleporter and prepares to use the vortex's power as a super weapon to destroy Gotham. But he's knocked out by the uh, by the actual question. Who I guess is not dead then. So I, he no, came he out was of just,
0: his. he was just unconscious for days. For, yeah, he came for out of
1: his. Hours? He came out of his coma and <laughs> just in time to punch the Riddler. The the vortex grows out of control, but at the same time, a human shape begins to manifest in it. Working together, Mystery Inc. and the Superheroes revise the device's polarity, allowing Batman and Scooby to drag the figure free of the vortex before the machine self-destructs. The figure is revealed to be Leo Scarlet, the the guy who got sucked into the teleporter in Batman's unsolved quote unquote case
0: is now solved. Now solved (laughs) because. He likes the ending now. Yeah. <laughs> That's a better ending.
1: So he's got no more unsolved cases. Yeah. Uh, two two other quick little notes I had that are might be references, but are probably just me looking for patterns. And um, Velma, when she's dressed like Robin, mm-hmm. she looked a lot like Carrie Kelly, who's the, the Robin in Dark Knight Returns, like the future Robin who's a girl. And uh, a dehydrator, a bat dehydrator was an important plot point in Batman 66, in that movie. And so I thought it was kind of a fun thing that that is also a plot point here.
0: You always got to recycle something. (laughs) That's right. It's been 50 years?
1: Since 66, or since Batman was invented. Oh,
0: no, I guess, uh, yeah, since Batman, that's even longer.
1: Yeah, it's been, uh, I think Batman had his 80th anniversary this year. Oof. Yeah. So that is Scooby Doo and Batman, the Brave and the Bold. Carolyn, would you recommend this movie? No. Absolutely not. No.
0: I was just like, well, maybe if you like Scooby Doo. No. Not if you like Batman, not if you like Scooby Doo. I'm not even sure if it's because I'm an adult where I can see all these plot holes that I don't like it, but.
1: It wasn't fun.
0: No, it,
1: the it, storyline is just, it's not good. The storyline's not good. It, it I,
0: doesn't, like I said, it do, the characters don't fit in that world.
1: Yeah, I know you liked it, but I, I felt the same way about Scooby-Doo and Batman, the one we did before. Where it felt like two different movies going on. It felt like one scene is one movie and the other scene is a different movie. It's two different tones. The characters don't make sense together.
0: I think in the original show they kind of made it work, just because like I said, it was Batman and Robin were campier. Yeah. They didn't take it so seriously.
1: I agree to disagree about that that point. But this
0: you just want to argue with me.
1: <laughs> when was the last time you watched Batman and Scooby Doo?
0: <laughs> it's been a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, it does it's not good. It doesn't hold up.
0: It does all of Batman Hold Up? No. You, you. Have you
1: not heard this show? I, I hate a lot of this. <laughs> I hate a lot of the movies we've done.
0: Nobody's making you watch them.
1: I'm so close. <laughs> I'm so close to the end. I can't quit now. The other I, thing
0: that bothered me was that there was a lot of flirting with these teenagers.
1: Yeah. Fred
0: is like really into Black Canary, and then... Um Daphne's trying to get Batman. I don't know if
1: Daphne was Wait, Daphne was trying to get Batman?
0: Yeah, there was like a scene where like she falls into his lap and she's all excited. Oh, decided. that's
1: right. But I think if teenagers flirt with adults it's okay, if adults flirt with teenagers then it's bad.
0: Well, the pl- Plastic Man was uh flirting with
1: Oh, he was flirting with Daphne. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was not okay. She's she's got to be eighteen, right?
0: I, even so, I'm like, this is this is weird.
1: Yeah, it's not it's not great. It's just not fun. It's I liked, like. Where are you
0: where are you where are you going with this? I
1: liked this movie because I I enjoyed Batman the Brave and the Bold so much, and it was nice getting to to get like another little. Little taste of Batman: The Brave and the Bold, but that this movie doesn't—it's not as good as that show was. I would say if uh, watch that show, and if you've seen every episode, and you're just desperate for for more Diedrich Bader Batman, I I guess I guess watch this.
0: I was just—I was not expecting it to be like this. I was I was expecting it to be like how I remembered, and
1: have you remembered Scooby Doo?
0: Yeah. And, you know, they had that, like, Scooby-Doo chase scene, like, through Arkham. That's, like, typical. Yeah. yeah. But, like, it didn't have, like, the classic 70s music, which just kind of felt weird. Yeah. And I was kind of like, this is... Like, is it? Do you think Brave and the Bold is aimed towards older audiences or younger?
1: Um, I think it's probably aimed more towards younger audiences, but I think it's the kind of thing you can definitely appreciate on like a different level as an adult. There's a okay. lot of things going on that a kid wouldn't pick up on that, that an adult would. All,
0: all these references to other stuff that you get.
1: Yeah, I think it's something that really rewards having like a deep knowledge of the, the characters. It, the whole point of that show is to bring in all these superheroes who are kind of obscure, who don't really get a lot of play you get like adam strange or something there's no no one knows adam strange you get the uh, batman fighting the ten eyed man there's that's never been done on film batmite is a major character
0: oh yeah that's that's a thing
1: yeah <laughs> that's a thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, i'm trying to find if there's any canonical age for for daphne and yeah i
0: tried to look it up but it, everything just says teenagers and i'm like Yo, they could be sixteen, they could be nineteen, like right. there's a lot of leeway there.
1: Yeah, I think in the live action movie she's supposed to be an adult, but in the cartoons it's unclear.
0: Because that's the thing, when you're a kid watching it, they feel like adults to you. Right. Like they're young, but they could ease like they're driving they have no parents around. Like they might as well just be adults.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently though, her birthday is canonically December 25th and her father gave her and her friends the money to start off. And prior to buying the mystery machine, Daphne gave her parents gas money to drive, uh, wait, this, Daphne gave her parents gas money to drive to where there were mysteries to be solved. Daphne's parents must've given her that, that Wikipedia entry is wrong. Daphne, or she
0: gave her parents gas money so they so the parents could drive her to these <laughs> mysteries.
1: I guess what kind of parents are like? Okay, I'll give you a ride, but you gotta you gotta chip in for gas. You ten year old?
0: Well, not a ten year old, but I guess if you're fifteen, you have a job, but and only a permit.
1: I think even if you're fifteen, I think parents shouldn't be expecting gas money for.
0: Uh, Linda would not be above that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: My parents never asked me for gas money.
0: I paid for all my driving lessons, I paid for all my gas. I They might have paid I think I paid for like half of the car insurance.
1: Like I don't
0: anything I had to pay, I think for the oil changes like it was and I was 16. This was like all me.
1: Right. I Definitely didn't pay for driving lessons. I think gas was on me. I think any kind of... some. Ma- I think maintenance, it, it was kind of a case-by-case case depending on what it was. I think like basic maintenance, like oil change or something, I paid for bigger things my yeah. parents would help with. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about where Diedrich Bader belongs on our big list Oh, Batman. Mm-hmm. Diedrich Bader is a... Um, Kind of a weird case because he's the only person to be on the list twice because he had two radically different uh, turns at being Batman. He was Batman in Batman the Brave and the Bold and then he was Batman in Farm League, which we played like he played like Wombat Man. It was a bunch of animals. It was an animated thing like a short where there was a bunch of animals who were superheroes.
0: Gotcha.
1: And they were like so different. We're like, we can't rank him. We can't say it's the same thing and have him right. be ranked. Um, but this version of Batman is currently sitting at forty-one out of eighty-two. So let's let's go through the the list. How's the costume? Fine. The costume's fine. I liked in the the flashbacks when they they showed him really early on in yeah, his career. Yeah, he had the early costume. I liked that costume better. But this costume's fine. Yeah. Uh, how's the car?
0: Incredible, considering it could multiply seats.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it also had, like, um, like jet rockets or something. It, like, went on walls. It did all kinds of cool stuff.
0: It looked, like, a lot like the 90s car that, like, I remember.
1: It was closer to like the sixties car. It kind of really? had those bubble tops. The, the the windows, like the bubble windows.
0: I, was I in crack when I was watching this?
1: A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you smoked something. Um it, oh, it was so much opium. Uh it, it wasn't exactly that car, but it was it kind of kind of s-
0: a bubble top?
1: Yeah. That uh, had
0: six seats under it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um so I am pulling it up. This is the 60s car. That's the the actual one. Can you see that? Right. And then I'll pull up
0: it was like the windshield.
1: Yeah. Um but it, it had like a bunch of gadgets and stuff. It was like a cool car. That's what I want in a in a Batman Batmobile. Sure. Um how were is he smart? Is he a good detective?
0: Uh, apparently, considering he has only one unsolved case, that's yeah. not really unsolved.
1: <laughs> He's a great detective. All right, so here's here's the Brave and the Bold car. Can, is not kind of... It's not exactly... I guess I can see how it is. Yeah,
0: because I don't think the original had that fin on it.
1: That fin on the back? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it did. It's It's a little more like the... 50s Batmobile, where it had like almost a bat face yeah. on the front of it. Um, I think Alex Ross, the the comic book artist, was so into Batman that he he actually built a a 50s style Batmobile. And is this
0: what's going to happen to you, or are you going to drive around in a Batmobile?
1: <laughs> See, it's got like that face, and it's got that fin.
0: Oh, that's, even, that's so weird. Yeah. yeah it, it looks more like that. Uh,
1: but he says he, he built that, and then as soon as it was done, he's like, where, where can I drive this? I can never take this out. This is so dumb. Why did I do this?
0: I don't know, dude. You, you apparently have too much money.
1: Yeah. Um, it's a great car. He's very smart, good detective. How's he in a fight? I think he's really good in a fight. He, he Yeah. There's a bunch of scenes where he's taking on like 10 guys at once and kicking ass.
0: He did get captured, though.
1: He did get captured at one point. Twice. When was the second time?
0: Fred captured him.
1: Oh, that's true. (laughs) But I think that was, he was not at at full capacity because he wanted to see what Mystery Inc. can do. He was Uh, a test. Okay. I think he's really good in a fight. Okay uh how's the costume How's the car how's he in a fight is he smart gadgets he had a lot of gadgets in this i wrote down i i forgot to write it down at the start so this isn't even a full list of gadgets be it a walkie talkie smoke bombs a rope a taser batarangs a laser flashlight freeze gas pellets a uh, button to call the batmobile so i'm gonna pedal lock exploding batarang uh a torch like an alkaline torch um a hand blade. He had like a, a, a buzz saw that kind of came out of his glove to slice his oh ropes. Yeah. That, uh, was, that was unexpected. Yeah, I remember. Where does that come from? Writing down the word hand blade and be like, I don't know if I'm going to remember what this means. <laughs> and then at a moment, as reading, I'm like I ooh, what could that be? And he also had a bat Scooby snack that he pops out of his butt. That end. was my favorite. Yeah, so he's a lot of gadgets. Yeah. Um. What am I forgetting? We don't see his feet. No. Um, Is he good in a fight? Is he smart? Is he... Has the costume? Has the car? Has the gadgets? Um, Is he effective at stopping crime? Yeah. He's only got one case that he has not successfully stopped. So, yeah.
0: I I, I think he should have been better with guessing that this was the Riddler. But... Although that okay. car
1: chase, there had to be some 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 property damage and stuff. There from there
0: definitely was there.
1: Um we've got him at 41 right now. I think we should move him up significantly from that. What do you think?
0: Well, who's who's around him?
1: He is between George Clooney from Batman and Robin and Ross. Bagadarcian Jr. from Batmunk, the Alvin and the Chipmunks Batman movie.
0: I guess he's better than George Clooney. I
1: think he's definitely better than George Clooney. Um, I'm going to say he's better than the other Dietrich Bader. Um,
0: well, wouldn't you just move up that Dietrich Bader, considering it's still Brave and the Bold?
1: No, the other Dietrich Bader was a different, short, unrelated to this.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, okay.
1: So I'm saying he's better than the Dietrich Bader yeah. from Farm League. Yeah. Um, how does he compare to... I'm trying to think of what else you would have seen. How does he compare to... Um,
0: uh, Where's Will Friedle?
1: That's the one I was looking for. Uh, 18. How does he compare to Will Friedle from uh, Batman Beyond? Honestly, I think that's a pretty good comparison. Yeah. I think they're around the same level.
0: Yeah. Who's twenty?
1: Twenty is Dolphy from James Batman. Um the n- nearest one you m- probably would know is Val Kilmer from Batman Forever is a twenty-four.
0: He's that high? Yeah. Yo, but Val Kimmy's by jam.
1: <laughs> oh, we're breaking up. <laughs> joke <laughs> um, Val Kilmer is my benchmark for where it starts to get bad it starts to get bad yeah. so I think we definitely have to put him above Val Kilmer yeah. um, uh, so you think he's better or worse than, than Will Friedle I'm gonna say a little better if only because it's Bruce Wayne
0: yeah he has age on his side
1: yeah um what else would you have seen um, so the only other thing I, th- I think you, you would have you, you would know it all is uh, how does it compared to Will Arnett from the Lego movie
0: probably a better detective
1: probably better detective um,
0: probably gadgets are probably the same yeah same level
1: I'm going to say he Willer this Batman is like mostly crime negative but he did cause all that destruction so I'm going to take some points off for that. Mm-hmm. Willer nets at number 5 though. I don't know if this should be that high.
0: No. Not not that high.
1: I I'm going to say he's lower than Peter Weller from The Dark Knight Returns part 1 and 2. Um I'm gonna put him I'm gonna put him between Peter Weller from Dark Knight Returns and Jason O'Mara from Son of Batman, Justice League War and Batman versus Robin. If only because I hate that that uh Batman's costume so much.
0: So what number is
1: that? Uh Diedrich Bader is now at number eight.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: So that's a huge jump for him.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say like sixteen, but okay.
1: Um Sixteen, so that would be above Wilfred Dell. Right. Um. Ah, no, I think he's. I think he's. I'm looking at all the people who are between him. I think he's better. I think he's a better Batman.
0: Listen, I I know this is a battle. I'm not going to win.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just do what you want. Yeah.
1: Part of this is I I feel the need to to honestly. If I were only basing based on this movie, I would probably rank them lower but i you have, have to come to love the show so okay. much that i, I want to rectify my past mistakes <sighs> <laughs> uh, so that is batman uh, scooby-doo and batman brave and the bold carolyn is uh is there anything else do you can people find you anywhere do you want to plug your twitter your instagram
0: yes you can find me on my new instagram handle Queen Koala Puff. Queen spelled K-W-E-E-N.
1: Koala Puff spelled just like you'd think.
0: Yeah, Koala Puff.
1: Yeah. Uh, check out my my web series Unpaid Spot, uh, which Carolyn did the, the costumes for. And um, uh, that's at unpaidspot.com. Follow me on Twitter at Danny Rathbun, D-A-N-N-Y-R-A-T-H-B-U-N. Carolyn, we end every episode by shouting the word Kareem. Would you like to lead us into Kareem? Of
0: course. Cream!